Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Got a lot to get to. Can't wait. But real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, don't forget today's show is presented to you by the great people over at Sugar Fire in Westminster. Let's cut the bullshit. Let's jump into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> Here's an idea. If you're doing something that can get you fired, don't put it on video and definitely don't post it on social media. Oh, okay. Seems like a crazy idea, but I'll follow it. This is this this is so concerning. People, does it doesn't matter what age bracket you're in. Because it seems like just about anybody does this. And you could say when I what I mean is. It could be like a teenager, but then all of a sudden you'll find out that like some 60-year-old guy does the same fucking thing, which, let's be honest, probably shouldn't be on social media. (laughs) What? (laughs) A Domino's in Japan is doing some major damage control after a video was posted on Twitter or X of an employee allegedly appearing to pick his nose and wipe it on pizza dough. He was wearing gloves, though, let's be honest, so I guess it's safe. <laughs> oh, my God, how stupid. So dumb. They, it was, it was, what's funny was, it wasn't like him holding the camera doing it. There was somebody else in the room holding the phone, recording it, so there was at least two people involved, and not one of them said, maybe we shouldn't post it on social media. <laughs> no. So you got two morons. And now Domino's in Japan is sitting there going, oh, my God, are you fucking serious? It's not funny, dude. It's not funny to be fucking with people's food. Man. Because... Let's let's be honest. If that happened to a location near you or one that you frequented, guess what? You're probably not going to go back. It doesn't matter if they fired those employees and you know that they fired those employees. It's still going to be stuck in your head. That's so damaging. I would be furious if I owned that restaurant. I mean, how fucking dumb do you have to be? Like, I'm going to do a video of me picking my nose and then rubbing it on the dough. Now, here's what's crazy, too. Domino's came out, the Domino's in Japan, and was like, hey, by the way, this happened at night, and we ended up throwing away all the dough, and it, was, it never was put out towards the customers. The customers never consumed that dough. I'm going to be honest with you. In... In my opinion, that's probably a fucking lie. It's probably a lie because they can't track it. Like, I'll say this. If it did go out, no, nobody's going to know. And the, the thing is, is if it happened at night, the video probably went viral overnight. And most likely, they didn't catch it until it was too late. <laughs> And it probably went out. But regardless, regardless, like I said before, the damage has been done. You can't pretend or actually do that. Oh, my God. And and it does kind of remind me of 
like people that if you go to a restaurant, here here's what's supposed to happen. As somebody that used to run restaurants, now they were all quick serve. I never did full serve, uh, which is a whole nother beast. And I tip my cap to you people out there that run full service because that that shit is insane. But quick serve, it's it's it has its challenges as well. So the the idea is you wash your hands, put on a new pair of gloves, you work with the food. And anytime you're changing tasks as far as, well, I now I need to go run the register, you take off those gloves, throw them in the trash, and then you work the register. Now let's say you're going back to handle food, you wash your hands, put on new pairs of gloves, and then you work with the food. That's how it works. How many times have you gone into a restaurant and they don't do that? I've seen people that are on uh, are the register, then they go and start doing stuff with the food. Like, you, you can't do that. Do you know how dirty money is? Money's fucking disgusting. There's a good chance somebody snorted Coke out of that, you know, dollar bill, right? Or it's been da- it's been up a hooker's ass. <laughs> I'm just speculating on where it could be, but it, the idea, the point is, it's it's dirty, and and some of these people at, at restaurants are, are fucking stupid. Again, as somebody that used to run them, I'm not saying all of them are. I said some of them are. So don't get your panties in a wad when I say that. And I remember that there was. And there was plenty of times where I I was trying to explain that to new employees. I'd be like, you have to change your gloves and wash your hands. But they're like, but I'm wearing gloves. I was like, it's not about keeping your hands, your hands clean from germs. It's about making sure the germs don't go to the customer and all the food, dummy. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. That makes sense now. I'm surprised it took this long to get there, but here we are. And and real quick, I remember right as the pandemic was starting, it's so bizarre. I went to the McDonald's that's just down the road, and the lady handing out the food was wearing gloves, okay, latex gloves, and she had those big old uh, hooker nails. (laughs) They're like, Two to three inches long. I'm not a fan of those. Not a fan of them. Okay? But she's wearing those. (laughs) But she had pulled down the latex glove so the fingernails weren't inside the glove. Her hand was covered by the glove, but the nails were out. And she's handling food barely because she can't grab anything because of her stupid fucking nails. And she's handling all the food and whatnot. And I was like, you realize those gloves serve no purpose now since your nails are sticking through them. And she just stares at me in confusion. And she's like, kind of looks at her hands. Like, what do you mean? I'm wearing gloves. Like your nails are through the gloves and your nails are, you know, covered in God knows what. And and she just hands me the food. Doesn't say a fucking word. So I'm like, this is fucking disgusting. Especially because the the news coming out, the the pandemic and all that, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you would think that people would be heightened on being extra uh, cautious about, you know, being clean, right? So I call, uh, I did a Karen move. 
I went, I was, I was Karen, whatever the male equivalent is of a Karen. I called that location. And I was just like, I was just in there. And I just want to bring this up to you because the, your, the lady handing out food, she's handling all the food. Like you would see her go over and grab food off the, you know, the back of the line or wherever it's called back there. And I was like, and her nails are sticking through. She can't be doing that. I was like, she's getting germs on everything. And the guy's like, okay, okay. I was like, you understand. I was like, have you been watching the news at all? I was like, you shouldn't have been doing this prior, but now I would expect you guys to be really on top of cleanliness because of everything that's going on in the world. And he's like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, okay, fuck it. Whatever. Let's just not go back there for a while. (laughs) It's so gross. And real quick, side note, when it comes to hooker nails, sorry if you're somebody that likes to wear those, but how the fuck do you wipe your back end? That makes no sense to me. I don't get it. Don't get it. It's gross. Gross. And how often are you cleaning under those things? Because I imagine they are a dirt and God knows what else uh, a magnet. It's fucking disgusting. Fucking gross. Speaking of gross, a Delta flight had to do a U-turn. They had to pull a Yui. <laughs> Why? Well, apparently during the flight, a bunch of maggots fell onto a passenger. It was actually two passengers from an overhead bin that was con- that contained rotten fish. Who decides I'm going to get on a plane? Oh, don't forget your rotten fish, <laughs> right? Don't forget that. Uh, it's just disgusting. And if you're going to be on a, if you're going to be transporting any type of food, especially fish, something that stinks, don't you think that you want to really make sure you wrap that shit up good so it doesn't spill all over everywhere, especially if it's like right next to your underwear? <laughs> like your fish or your underwear stinks. It smells like rotten fish. Hey, leave me alone. Fuck you guys, okay? Well, anyway, so the dude po- uh, put it in his suitcase. It starts spilling out, and then the, the maggots start getting everywhere, and it starts spilling out over onto uh, fellow passengers. One of which of the passengers that it fell on, she, this lady starts freaking the fuck out, which I do not blame her because I don't know if there's any situation where I wouldn't freak out if maggots fell on me. Could you imagine that? You're just, you're, you're trying to relax, trying to get through the flight. And all of a sudden, you know, you got, is there, did somebody, somebody throw something? Let me just drink my soda. Did something just plop, whoop, plop into my soda? <laughs> anyway, next thing you know, you're choking on a maggot. So gross. Horrible. I don't blame that lady for freaking out one freaking second. So they removed, once they made the U-turn, they landed. They removed the passenger that that had the, the luggage with rotten fish in it filled with maggots. The travelers, the other passengers on the plane who were delayed overnight because of this incident, were compensated with a hotel 
a $30 meal ticket, and 8,000 air miles. So, so gross. So freaking gross. I'd be furious, man. I, I don't, I don't understand people that, that do that. And like I said, just wrap that shit up. You're good. Okay. I'm not sure why you want rotten fish in your suitcase, but hey, you did. You did. Speaking of that, did you see that there was a guy, I think it was a Southwest flight possibly, that he was all pissed off because it's basically on the flight, it was him and one other guy. And he took a picture of where the guy sat, the other guy sat. The other guy sat right behind him. Why would you do that? Go sit in the back. Go sit somewhere else, a couple of rows back. Why would you do that? <laughs> That's so bizarre. When we returned home from Las Vegas, there was only 34 people on the flight. And they made us spread out. And they're like, a certain from this point and back, we need like, say, 12 or what? I don't know what it was. There was a certain amount of people that had to be back there over here. There needs to be a certain amount. And up there, there needs to be a certain amount. Like nobody sat next to each other. And I was glad that that, that was the case. Because I was like, I don't want to sit next to anybody. When I'm on the plane, I just hope for some reason that the people that were supposed to sit next to me, if, if it's a pre-assigned, you know, assigned seating, I just hope for some reason that they canceled their flight or they didn't make it, right? Because I don't want anybody to sit next to me. Ah, uh, it just, why would you want to sit next to anybody if you don't have to? So dumb. Fucking weirdo. The Cybertruck by Tesla has another issue because you've probably seen the, all the videos going around social media where people are making fun of cyber trucks because they always get stuck in the snow because they just apparently don't perform very well. Well, now add another insult to cyber trucks is apparently when there's any sort of rain, they start to rust out and they're not supposed to, they're stainless steel. They're not supposed to really rust, but apparently multiple people are coming out saying, I just drove through a, a slight rainstorm here in L.A. or wherever it was, and the next day I have these orange spots everywhere. It's rust. What the fuck, man? That Another good reason why when it comes to vehicles or some technology to not get the first generation of it. Just let it come out. Let other people deal with the, the quirks and, and you know figuring out all the bugs in it. Because... It also pisses me off because it doesn't it make you think that the nerds in, in that were responsible for giving the okay on the Cybertruck, that one of them is just like, should we take it in real-world scenarios? Nah, it's fine. Just spray with a garden hose. That's like the same thing as rain. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. And then not thinking anything of it. <laughs> then you're like, oh, shit, we should have drove it through, you know, like an actual, you know, outside where there's miscellaneous shit in the on the roads and whatever, and it just fucks up, you know, the body of a vehicle. Oh, my God, how fucking annoying. So fucking annoying. Speaking of annoying, we're going to be talking about Carmelo Anthony here in a second because he's being a little bitch still. Can't wait to get into that, plus something that is verifying my weirdness that I am not the only person 
in America that deals with this problem. Can't wait to get into that because I'm going to play it back for my wife and be like, see, all those times you laughed at me. You were wrong. You were. But real quick, Sugar Fire in Westminster, amazing barbecue. They're off 144th and Orchard Parkway, right next to Snooze on the south side of 144th. Go ahead and follow them on social media at Sugar Fire Westy. Why? Because Chef Clint and his crew love to post their daily specials. And today, today's Thursday, today's special, they call it You're So Basic. Turkey, Swiss, bacon, lettuce, pickles, and Carolina mustard on Texas toast. Oh, that sounds delicious, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, you're so basic. You a basic bitch. No, that's not basic. That sounds amazing. Now, not only do they have amazing uh, entrees like, you know, brisket, ribs, smoked wings, burgers, best burgers ever, best burgers ever. But they also have amazing sides, whether it's brisket chili, Brussels and sweet chili, hash brown casserole, red hot cinnamon applesauce, smash loaded potatoes, brisket mac and cheese, tater tots, super slaw, broccoli ranch salad, cucumber salad, and fried pickles that will change your life. Also, my kids want me to make sure you know that their French fries will make your brain explode. That's according to my son. So, yes, it's true. They are delicious. And that that's the thing. It's, it's a family-friendly atmosphere, but it's also great for date night. And they even do catering. So maybe you got a special event with the family coming up, maybe a birthday, a wedding. doesn't matter. Sugar Fire in Westminster is there to help you with the catering. Maybe you got a big meeting at work and you really want to impress everybody. Sugar Fire in Westminster is the way to go. So go ahead and check out Sugar Fire in Westminster. They're off 144th and Orchard Parkway, just east of Huron. Follow them on social media at Sugar Fire Westie. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. When I was dating my wife, I've shared this story before, but when I was dating her, she lived right down the road from me. So what I would do every time I had to use the bathroom, the number two side of things, I would just make an excuse to go back to my house <laughs> and just go drop a deuce there and then come back. Be like, oh, yeah, I fed the dog <laughs> or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the oven was off. <laughs> okay. So she eventually they caught on to it, like between her, her as well as her mom and stepdad. <laughs> They're like, oh, Scott must have to go poop. <laughs> well, apparently I'm not the only one that does that because according to a re recent study from MyFitnessPal, 63% of Americans say that they go number two. Uh, they won't go number two in the presence of others, especially someone that they care about, like if they're dating or a loved one. So, yeah, <laughs> all right. Experts call this po poop anxiety, and it's it's the fear of sharing your, you know, super private habit. 56% of Americans said they'd only answer the call of nature around other people if it became an emergency. Otherwise, they'll just wait until later. Why is it only 56% of Americans said they'd only answer the call of nature if it was an emergency? So there's a, what, you know, 44% of you are willing to shit yourselves in front of people? What's worse? 
You said it's an emergency. 56% of you will be like, yeah, you know what? It, let's be honest. It's good. That's, that's bizarre to me. That doesn't make sense. 46% of Americans said they would avoid eating dairy products while on a date. And 48% said they'd skip spicy foods on a date to keep their tummies from potentially rumbling. Yeah, dude, that makes sense. That stuff makes sense. When you're, like, I remember dating my my wife, and that's, you know, I would always be cautious of what I'd eat. And then when I knew I wasn't going to be hanging out with her, that's when I'd eat horrible foods. I try to eat better now. But that being said, my stomach gets jacked up over weird stuff now. So, mm. I don't know. It, it, reading that just makes me so, an, another reason to be grateful that I don't have to date. because. <laughs> You forget about all the, that little chaos of, oh, shoot, I, gotta, I, I don't want her to know I poop. <laughs> right? Oh, God, if she only knew, I, 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 I produce feces. <laughs> uh, speaking of feces, Carmelo Anthony. Boom! That is the transition of the year. <laughs> well, Carmelo Anthony is trying to stay relevant. This is the this is the only thing I can think of. He's trying to play victim, and like a lot of people are saying, he's trying to rewrite history. You know, there was there was a huge falling out when Carmelo left the Denver Nuggets. And listen, I'm not that big of a a Nuggets fan, but I will say this: when Carmelo Anthony was playing for the Denver Nuggets, um, he did shine a light on them, and it did make me take a little bit more interest in them. So that was cool. So you got to at least tip your cap to that because he was a big name that was playing for the Nuggets, and that was cool. I, I appreciated that. But about a month ago, you probably heard that he claimed that the Nuggets were being petty for giving Nikola Jokic the number 15, the same number that Carmelo wore before he left to play for the Knicks. Too bad that's false because Anthony Randolph did that after he wore number 15 after Carmelo and before Nikola Jokic. So there goes that claim, okay? Already a stupid claim. By the way, he's, Melo's saying this on like D. Wade's podcast, okay? All, all his random buddies' podcasts. We'll get into that here in a second. But I was listening to Vic Lombardi on Altitude 92.5 this morning. Him and Brett Kane and Mark Mosier were, were talking about this. I'm going to play you this audio of Mello and Vic because it's, it's Mello talking on, on D-Wade's podcast and it's Vic responding to it. Because Carmelo said he, he claims that he never demanded a trade out of Denver, even though multiple people who are close to the Nuggets say, yeah, that's bullshit. He, he did demand a trade. So let's get into that and let's hear what Vic had to say. People, people think that like I went in there and was like, get me out of here to Denver. Like that never was the case. I believed him when he said, he wanted to make amends, and he wanted to make peace in Denver. I believed it, and I tried to push for it. I vouched for him. I vouched for that man. I feel terrible that I fell for it. I feel terrible for myself. Again, I am, um, 
I'm conditioned to believe people for their word. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Carmelo wanted his own super team. That's what he wanted to do. He saw what LeBron did. He saw what D. Wade was doing. Prokhorov had a deal on the table for Carmelo. Final hour. It broke down. And then the Knicks swooped in and made the deal happen. So either way, he was going to go play in the New York City area, whether it be New Jersey or New York. I would have far more respect if Carmelo just said what you advised. Hey, man, that's where I'm from. I want to play in front of my hometown. I want to play in front of my people. I don't know why he's trying to rewrite history now. I don't know why he's doing this because it makes me feel sad and it makes me feel used. I wanted to recondition that relationship with the Nuggets because I feel it's important. There's a great generation of Nuggets fans who were attracted to this team and brought into this team because of Carmelo. And for those fans who still value what he meant, I think it's important. He ruined all that. He single-handedly ruined all that. All right, so... They posted that, Altitude did, on their Instagram page. And then Carmelo decided he wanted to respond via messages. So this is what he said. Vic, no shade. You know better, Vic. I'm not trying to rewrite anything. I'm telling my truth about something 12-plus years ago. The issue, for the longest, you were speaking to me. I don't know, or speaking on me. I don't know. He, he's horrible at grammar. Uh, not that I'm like uh, perfect at it, but anyway, he said, I never spoke badly about anyone. Now it my turn to engage in the storytelling. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. He continued. He said, listen, let's cut the bullshit. It got to the point where it wasn't working out. There was no plan. Nuggets wanted to rebuild and myself and other guys on the team didn't, especially after coming on Western Conference Finals. It's cool. It was two different directions that we were going in. It was apparent what was going on. And that's that. And you know just exactly that, Vic. So he's trying to say that he never wanted out. He wanted to continue going down the path with the Denver Nuggets. But that's not what ended up happening. He ended up going with uh, being traded to the Knicks. And, you know, and, and there was just this bad blood between Mello and the Denver Nuggets. And like I said before, you have to tip your cap to Carmelo for what he did when he was here. But here's the thing. The Denver Nuggets and the fan base have moved on. They have. And now... This, this is the vibe I'm getting from this. This is the vibe. It, it's, it's like he wants to play the victim because that's, that's the easiest thing to do in this situation. And in most situations, I'll just play the victim. Fuck. I didn't do anything wrong. It's also like he broke up with the Nuggets. Like, you know, you break up with a girlfriend, boyfriend, something like that. And then 12 years later, after seeing that they're doing so well without you, you realized, shit, that's a mistake, and I want to be part of that again, but I can't. So what the fuck am I going to do? Well, he's trying to, he's trying to paint the picture, Carmelo is, of their demise between the Nuggets and, the, and Mello, and he wants to paint it completely different. He's going fucking Bob Ross on this whole situation, trying to add a little friendly tree here or 
wherever mellow is, let's let's paint it, paint a friendly little tree, give it a nice little bush. <laughs> Look at there. I did nothing wrong, folks. And then now he's just trying to say, no, no, it was, it was the Nuggets that did it. These guys are bad. Yuck. <laughs> right? That's that's essentially what I'm getting from Carmelo Anthony. And also, when you think when you think about it, he's on with D Wade, a buddy of his. He's on with D Wade's podcast, and most podcasters don't have the stones or the intelligence to have a legit conversation. Plus, they're buddies, and if you notice, most podcasts, myself included, when we have a guest on, it's somebody we know. A lot of times, podcasters don't want to get people on that, they, that they're not familiar with, especially if you're in the entertainment side of it. So what are you going to get out of that? You're not going to get anything other than a one-sided conversation. You're, you're not going to have D. Wade go, well, wait a minute, Mello. Why is it that everybody in Denver is saying that you're the one that demanded a trade? Why is that? Why are you coming out here saying that the the Nuggets are petty for giving uh, Nikola Jokic the number 15 after you left? But keep keep in mind, somebody actually had that after you and before Jokic, Anthony Randolph. He's just coming off like a douchebag. He's not helping the situation. He's making it worse. And, And what's funny is... Vic reached out and said, listen, come on my show and we'll talk about this. We'll have a conversation. As of right now, Mello's not going to do it. You know why? Because he wants somebody to jerk him off. I actually texted that to Vic this morning. I said, basically, he wants to be jerked off and you refuse to get your hands messy with his nonsense. And he knows that. That's what I text Vic this morning. And, and it's true that because it will be easier for Carmelo to go, well, you know, I'm going to talk to my buddies and, and I'm going to play the victim. I got, you know, wrong did by the Nuggets. OK, I'm the victim here. My name's Carmelo Anthony and I'm a victim of the Denver Nuggets. No, you're jealous. You're peanut butter and jealous, Melo. That's what's happening. You're jealous because you left the Denver Nuggets. You wanted to go play in your hometown, which makes sense in front of your hometown crowd. Makes sense. Then you look in the rearview mirror and you see your ex having a great time with a new fella and they just won a championship. And you're like, man, I'm so disconnected from that. I want to be part of it. So I'm just going to start raising a stink. But the problem is, you're going about it all wrong. Just come out there and be honest, Mello. Just be like, yeah, guys, I know I've said what I've said in the past. But here's the thing. I need to come clean. I wanted to leave the Denver Nuggets so I could play in front of the Knicks. Okay? That's where I grew up. That's my, that's my, my hometown. I wanted to do it. I didn't know how to express it. All, all these years, but now it's finally sinking in. That's what I wanted to do. Now I see the, I, I look and see what the Nuggets are accomplishing now, and I'm so excited for them, but I feel like that I've severed ties with them 
and I've, I've, I've damaged that bridge between them and me, and I want to rebuild it. And I would like to do that now. But he's not going to do that. I really fucking doubt that he'll do that. Do you think Melo has the balls to go on with somebody that's going to actually challenge him on actual information about his situation when he was with the Denver Nuggets? I don't think he has the stones to do it. Melo, if you if you want to whip out your balls, go on with Vic Lombardi, somebody that's actually going to stand his ground. He's not going to be a dick about it and be like, you know, super aggressive about it. That's not who Vic is. But man, don't don't sit there and make it all one-sided. Vic is willing to have a conversation. Just fucking clear the air. If you fucked up before and you were being a bitch and saying that you wanted to be traded or maybe you were projecting that you wanted to be traded and you were causing issues behind the scenes and making it like you didn't want to be there and you knew that and you knew that that was going to cause the higher-ups to go, you know what, he doesn't want to be here anymore. Let's just get rid of him. Get something for him, and then we'll move on. Speaking of moving on from Mello, here's Mark Mosier, Vic Lombardi's counterpart, on talking about Mello. And I got to play this for you because I heard it this morning. I'm like, motherfucker. (laughs) He's the one who chose to erase himself by choosing to leave the organization. Now, he has his own reasons, and that's fine. And you wouldn't leave the organization. Well, he's going to tell you. But you He's can't you can't expect you. you can't expect not to have backlash on it, number one, and number two, you can't yeah. expect your former franchise to not friggin' move on without you. Okay? You tell them you don't want them anymore, you don't like their direction, whatever the case may be. You want to put together a super team, you want to go to LA, you want to go to, to the Nets of New York, fine. But don't expect your team to sit around with their thumb up their backside waiting to to pay homage to you every single day of their lives. They need to move on, and they did, and they won a championship. And the big fellow who's going to go down as one of the best players in the history of the game chose that number after Anthony Randolph left the franchise. It's his number two. You're telling me that, that, that other great Yankees haven't worn numbers with other great players? I mean, dude, this is just so ridiculous. It's such a, a myopic point of view and a selfish point of view. It pisses me off. I Love Mark Mosier. One of my favorite talents that I've ever worked with, Mark Mosier. can talk any sport, and he can get passionate like that. And I love that. And he's absolutely right. It fucking pisses me off. It pisses me off that Carmelo Anthony is out here trying to play the victim to the Denver Nuggets. Oh, God, you, you guys are the ones that push me out. I wanted to stay in Denver forever. Baloney. You didn't. You wanted out. You wanted to play in front of your hometown. That's fine. I get it. I get it. Maybe you won't admit it. At the end of the day, here's the thing. When it comes to Carmelo Anthony and the Denver Nuggets, you guys broke up, okay? Now you got Melo popping on his buddy's podcast, you know, spouting off, getting one-sided perspectives out there, saying, oh, I never wanted to leave Denver. I'd still be with them if I could, okay? It's like that crazy breakup you had, okay? You're like, I'm better than this person. I'm going to move on. And you move on. And guess what? 
found out that you had something fantastic. You had something great, but you thought you were better than that, and you moved on. And now you're peanut butter and jealous because you look back and you go, they found somebody new, someone to replace me. Oh, my God. They've moved on from me. Yeah, they have, Mello. They have. Listen, I can tip my cap to you and say, thanks for bringing a spotlight to Denver basketball when you played here. But guess what? The Denver Nuggets have moved on from you. Okay, they have. Nikola Jokic is legit. He is. You cannot deny that. He is the king of Denver Nuggets basketball. And right now, you're just the jester, my friend. Even though Nikola Jokic has the nickname of Joker, the joke's on you, bro. You're the one that left. Nuggets moved on. And now you're trying to play the victim. You broke up. Move on. You're like that chick from Wayne's World who just, just all of a sudden, like, you're back in the picture, and you're like, dude, we broke up. Give it a rest. A gun rack? I don't even own a gun. <laughs> right? That's that's mellow. Mellow, man. If, if mellow, you made a mistake, and, and you did want to leave, and you did push to get a trade, just come out and own it. And it there there's something about being humble and, and swallowing your pride and going, okay, everybody, here's the thing. I screwed up, and I would like to be part of this franchise in the sense of at least, at the very least, friends in a weird way. It's like, dude, Mello, just just move on. Okay, move on. We don't need to hear you bitching and complaining that, you know, you got the raw end of the deal. Like Moj said, they've moved on. They're not going to sit around and wait for you. Okay, they're not going to sit there and reminisce about the time, good times we had. The Denver Nuggets have a short memory, as they should. Okay, you got to move on, move forward with your life. They're not going to sit there and act like, their life is over and their franchise needs to be retired because you left. Nuggets have moved on, Mello. They got a new guy. They got a new crew. They're done with you. Unless you want to come back and say, hey, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have said all the things I've said. It's like, man, it, it's, just, it's just frustrating. I'm talking in circles when it comes to this because it, it bugs me. I get it, Mello. I get it. You're mad. You're you're jealous. You left for whatever one reason or another. You guys parted ways, you and the Denver Nuggets. They moved on. And boy, did they move on. The Denver Nuggets are freaking legit. And they're legit without you, Mello. Okay? That's just life. Welcome to reality. Okay? You could leave a company and you hope that they they fall apart without you but guess what the majority of the time they're going to keep chugging along they're going to be like who who used to work here 
Yeah, doesn't matter. And that's the thing with the Nuggets. They're not shitting on you in public. They're not. You're shitting on them. So fucking move on. And and we just don't give a fuck anymore. Okay, Melo? You're ruining your reputation. Come back and watch a game. Bring peace with you. And I think ultimately what would happen is I think people would be fine with that. Just fucking move on. You're the one causing a problem. You're trying to start a fire where there really wasn't any in any need for it. So stop. Move forward. Because you're just coming off like a bitch right now. <laughs> anyway. Thank you guys so much for joining the show. Really appreciate it. Big thanks to uh, Sugar Fire in Westminster. Go check them out. Amazing barbecue. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. It's to Huff Uncensored. Be like the Nuggets. Keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.